Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I don't even know if I have like pure a real picture on what the free agent market is looking for yet. Like, um, you know, we're not dabbling all across it, but there are things that I think are still trying to get defined. So I don't know how to answer that question. And then trade talks again. We're not like trying to trade our whole team. There's couple guys that we're listening on and we'll see where that goes today's cardinals report brought to you by renner garage door r-e-n-n-e-r forward and back family owned and top rated renner door stl.com we visit with our sports fellow matt Pauley. The winter meetings are over. Over. And he uh, is with us now to tell us about what's happening, what's Matt, happened. Matt Pauly, Did you up? leave the winter meetings and just say, well, this could have been an email, and then walked out? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm driving back right now. I'm somewhere between uh, Nashville and St. Louis, and I'm going, what, what just happened over the last three days? And it was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, a whole lot of nothing for the Cardinals, except – Except we there there was baseball stuff. The Juan Soto deal was finished. He he is he's a member of the New York Yankees now. Yeah, uh, the Yankees are trying to bounce back after they had a very disappointing season last year. Padres are trying to cut payroll. Uh, Padres were unlikely to re-sign Soto when he comes up uh, on free agency next year. So uh, they got a pretty good haul for him, and that makes the Yankees a lot better right now. What do you think is next now for your St. Louis Cardinals? It's got to be relief pitching, and I just I don't have much of a a grasp on if that's going to come via trade or come via free agency. I don't think either of those things are close right now. We kind of heard that uh, in that cut that you guys ran from John Mozeliak. He spoke yesterday to us uh, following the news of the day with Yadier Molina and the Rule 5 pick, and we did get into sort of the – you know, the lack of activity at the winter meetings. And it felt like to me what he was saying was that the market hadn't really developed yet, uh, that they, you know, they didn't know which direction they were going to end up going in when it comes to cuts, come to adding, whether it was going to be via trade or via free agency. Uh, this is just a market that I don't think is, I don't know what has to happen either. Like everybody talks about Shohei Otani, but I don't think Shohei Otani is impacting the relief pitcher market. I don't know what has to happen for all of a sudden uh, to start seeing more activity, free agency, and trades across all of baseball. Yeah, it, uh, I believe that um, with the exception of the Soto deal, it kind of seems like the, um, the, the bigger names, and we've talked about a little bit, I think you, you and I have talked about this, or the three of us have talked about the possibility of other uh, good starting pitching uh, being acquired. The Cardinals are looking for that. Dylan Cease was a guy whose name was out there. And there are a lot of people who believe that the Shohei Otani deal needs to be settled first before some of these other pitchers move. The the bigger names, and I'm not talking about free agents, but guys to be traded. Do you think that's true? Do you think 
teams are waiting for Otani news before they move ahead on something else? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's what people are saying. People who are smarter than me are saying that. Uh, Otani's not going to pitch this year, so from like a literal standpoint, that shouldn't impact the pitching, but I, 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 I guess it does. Look, there's going to be a team that goes and gets Otani might have somebody on their team they don't want anymore. A team that eventually gets Yamamoto or Cesar Glass now might, you know, might need to dump some payroll or, or have an extra guy somewhere that they want to move. So it feels like you know, one move can be the first domino, and all of a sudden a bunch of moves can start happening after that. I don't know how much of this is connected to Otani. Uh, maybe they're just waiting for him to somewhat uh, set the market. It's and, and the whole Otani thing is weird where he's not talking to anybody. And, and You know, we talked about that yesterday. It, it shouldn't be that way. It might be that way, but we should not all be held hostage by the Shohei Otani negotiation. Yeah, it's such a fascinating thing to watch because, like you said, he's not going to pitch this year. He will be able to hit, so he's he's still going to be able to do that. And I can't imagine, I, I know that this isn't your area of expertise, but how much money do you think he's really, um, not that he's done it intentionally, but costing himself because he's not able to pitch this one season? I feel like it's probably not that much, to be honest. No, I don't think it's much at all. I think, I think the contract is going to be very similar to what he would have received if he was coming off a 100% healthy season. Matt Pauley is with us here. The Countdown to Opening Day show, you've got that coming up tonight. We do, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Uh, Mike Claiborne and myself will be rolling your way every Thursday night here through the duration of the offseason. Uh, tonight, Oliver Marmel is going to be on the show uh, Klaibs has a one-on-one with uh, Harold Reynolds from MLB Network. That's going to be coming up, and we've got a few other things to get into. So, uh, yeah, we uh, this is a fun show to do every week. We put a lot into it, uh, and we're going to have that starting tonight. We're not done with you. I just wanted to make sure we yeah. got that out there because I know people okay. are going to want to listen. So it's every it's every Thursday, right? Uh, countdown to opening yeah. day until opening we've day moved actually it. happens. For people who are like completely stuck in their ways and they had a, a calendar invitation for themselves for 20 years out for countdown to opening day, you're going to have to shift it from Wednesday to Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, um, Thursday's nice. Thursday is a nice day. I like day. Thursday. I do too. Yeah. It's, well, here's the thing. Yeah. The Billikens tend to play on Wednesday, so it ends up on Thursday on like a tape delay basis half the time. So the Billikens can have Wednesday and Countdown to Opening Day can have Thursday. Well, I can't believe it took you this long to figure it out. It's not my call. I just do what I'm told. Oh, so you're blaming the boss? Steve? You're nope. blaming Steve? Nope. Nope. Hey. Are you blaming so. the Cardinals? Are you blaming the Cardinals? Nope. Don't put that evil on me, you Ricky have been, Bobby. I can't wow. believe you've come on this show today and you've bad-mouthed Steve Moore, our boss, and, and the, the St. Cardinals. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Man. This guy has got a lot of nerve. He really does, man. He, I mean, the guy's, he's, you know what he's doing from afar? <sighs> what? I'm, I'm driving. 
Well, he's doing that, but uh, also he's a real pain and, you know. I'm going to pick a fight. That's fight right. He's trying to fight people over the phone. I can't believe it. Hey, Matt, have you uh, watched much hockey this year? Yeah. And? And how do you feel about the St. Louis Blues? That was an odd left turn. Well, are we allowed to talk about the Blues? Yeah, can we talk about the Blues? Well, yeah. Are we, so we're done with the Cardinals? Have we officially shifted the conversation? It felt kind of like an end. It, yeah, it I felt, felt like it was over. I felt some closure. The winter meetings are over. There's we, plenty of baseball programming tonight. Yeah, we talked about day. countdown to opening day, so I thought I would ask a Blues question. Okay, I, I thought we'd talk maybe the Rule 5 guy, you know, Moe's comments on Molina. Oh. But, yeah, sure, we, oh. we, can, we can do hockey, yeah. One comment on the Blues, and we'll go back to Mo. Okay. Um, yeah, the – I don't know, the Blues <laughs> – that's kind of how record. I feel. That's why I threw it to you. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's my challenge with the Blues. Okay. From a record standpoint, they're doing exactly what you want them to do. I, I think they're still in playoff position if the season were to end uh, at this very moment. Uh, we didn't know if they were going to be a playoff team when the season got started. So it's really hard to complain mm-hmm. about uh, their their record and the overall results when you take a step back. However, the way they lose games when they do lose games and some of the things that happen that was last night where they gave up a bunch of goals and did like three goals and five shots or whatever stuff like that happens and you're you're like what in the world is going on because uh they they win a lot but man when they don't win it's really ugly and that's and that's why i bring it up to matt because your answer that kind of a a equivocation at the beginning that's how I feel I mean I'm a hockey person obviously I was with the Blues for three years on their broadcast and every couple of days Mason Jar will ask me what's the Blues what do you think the Blues record is and I'll always say something like two games under 500 one game under 500 three games under 500 and every time they're a couple games over, over 500 which right is now, where they are now they're yeah. two games over 500 but it feels it feels like we're struggling more partly because of the nature of the losses and also it they're they're the second wild card if the season mm-hmm. ended today yeah but that's fine you know i i will be content with the season if they end up with the second wild card and are in the playoffs yeah, they just, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence right now, their style of play. Okay. Hey, we actually lied about the Cardinals. Um, I've got one more other thing that has nothing to do with the Cardinals. Okay. We did not talk about the Cotton Bowl at oh, all. Gosh, no. And Mizzou will be playing Ohio State on December 29th. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal for Missouri to get into that bowl of that stature after a fantastic season and with a very good chance to win that game. They had a chance to win that game no matter what. But now you're seeing the opt-outs from Ohio State. Uh, this game is going to mean so much to Missouri. Uh, we're already hearing that a lot of players who you thought might be leaving for the draft are, are probably not going to be leaving for the draft. So I don't know. what It's hard to predict what's going to happen. But just a, a great achievement to cap off what was a fantastic regular season. All right, Amy, you had a Cardinals question now? Well, I wanted to hear Mo's comments Oh yeah. about Molina. Yeah. Tell us about that, Matt. Uh, yeah, it's official. It was kind of funny when uh, when Mo talked about it. He he joked that he was you know officially in you know announcing that Yadier Molina was going to be part of the Cardinals because it was the uh, you know longest running thing that we all knew, but it was not yet official. 
I thought it was in Derek Gould's report thing today. It was interesting that when they were talking to him about a full-time role on the coaching staff, they actually weren't talking to him about the bench coach role. I think they want him to be able to impact this team and this organization in many ways. They want him to work with catchers, but they want him to work with coaches too. And, and they want to get him, allow him to be into game planning. Uh, they just, they want his fingerprints on this team as much as possible, all while allowing him his time and his space that he desires because he's not quite ready to jump back in on a full-time basis. So they'll, they'll more define the timing and they'll let him set uh, what he wants to do and how much time he wants to spend. But I think they view this as an opportunity to have somebody uh, who really has a good sense of the game of baseball and can, you know, knows so many things about it to impact the organization in many, many ways. Matt Pauley, tonight you've got the uh, Countdown to Opening Day show. It's happening from 6 until 8 o'clock? Yes. 6 until 8 o'clock. And it will be every Thursday throughout the offseason. It'll be you, Mike Claiborne. You've got Ali Marmol on the show tonight. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Thank you for visiting with us today. And, and be safe. Drive safely. Yeah, drive safe, man. That's the plan. I'll see you guys soon. And right. do not, under any circumstances, uh, punch anybody when you stop at a gas station. I cannot promise anything. Wow. Bye, Matt. Bye. Matt Pauley, follow him on Twitter, at Matt Pauley on air. That's Amy Marks Corps. I'm Chris Ranji. Guess what I heard, Amy? I heard that a particular Christmas song mm-hmm. could become mm-hmm. the number one song in history. Wow. Tell you what that is when we come back on KMOX. New- hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.